Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Bill Ormson joining us here. I should say Dr. Bill Ormson. Yeah, that's what he is. Better known as Dr. O. It just flows better, doesn't it? Uh, the owner of All Creatures, Every Spine, and Animal Chiropractic Education Source. And he's from Meridian, Texas. And he's here helping so many people and their pets because it's a dual thing, right? You're helping the animal. You're helping the owner. Welcome back to the show. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing well. Please introduce yourself to everyone. Uh, I'm Dr. O. Um, veterinarian, chiropractor uh, here in Meridian, Texas. We teach animal chiropractic to veterinarians and chiropractors all over the country, all over the world, uh, and we help a lot of animals. Um, Yesterday we saw, um, it was hot yesterday, but we saw a bunch of dogs. Uh, We saw three dachshunds that had been paralyzed. They're all in all stages of recovery, but they're starting to walk again. So it is possible. Um, we have dogs here today. I don't know if you heard that in the background. but No, not yet. Tell me. What dogs oh, you yeah. have? Our, oh, our Great Pyrenees are in the house today because it's hot. So they all came in. They're going to probably serenade us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh. But anyway, it is what it is. So uh, today we should, you know, um, talk about how you can find an animal chiropractor in your area. Um, They're in all 50 states. They're all over the country, all over the world. Um, But you can go to our page, animalchiropracticeducation.com. Down in the bottom right-hand corner, alumni, Mm -hmm. and you'll find somebody. Um, You can go to yeschiro.com, and I'll be glad to help you find somebody uh, because that's what we do. And then – a lot of times, you know, veterinarians and chiropractors don't know that, hey, maybe we should be looking into animal chiropractic. Is there a demand? Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you don't ask your vet or chiropractor, hey, why don't you treat animals chiropractically? They may not know. I mean, they may not know that, yes, it's really a thing. Yes, it is. So... um and it, it's huge. It's not just for musculoskeletal. You know, I was reading a book the other day uh, about 289 ways that you can um, benefit from a trip to the chiropractor. Wow. And I was like, wow, okay. And it was written by a non-chiropractor. And I don't think the guy has ever gone to the chiropractor. He just Googled and, and made this book. And... Uh, because he's got about 10 other books out, 289 ways you can, you know, benefit from your, Ooh. at your, uh, getting, getting better, but looking, uh, ways you can, anyway, all kinds of, he's got like 10 or 11 books out, all titled the same. And one of the problems with chiropractic is that even chiropractors have trouble defining what it is we do. Um, unless you really understand the principles, which are, that the nervous system controls everything in the body. Mm-hmm. And if you understand that, then you understand why it's so important to have a healthy nervous system first and foremost. Yep. If the nervous system doesn't work, nothing else works. And the nervous system is encompassed in these bones that move, you know, 
to allow us to dance when the music is right. You know, it allows us to bend, <laughs> but yet protects the cord. And when those, when those bending things don't happen quite right, then they're going to put some pressure on the cord and nervous system. And we know that the weight of a feather decreases transmission by 50%. That's right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, wow. if you can only, if your big toe is only hearing every other word the brand's telling it to do, you're going to be in big trouble. Aww. So, anyway, so how's your arm doing? Good news is I did a nerve test this morning, and the doctor says I'm okay. It's not carpal tunnel. So he did both hands, uh, arms, and they did that little nerve thing, which you, I'm sure you're aware of. The bad news is, well, there's still a problem. I'm on my 10th session of physical therapy, which I think has helped it, uh, but I'm still not right, and it doesn't, it's, it's better than it was. It's not that 10 anymore, but it's like a six. It is interfering with every aspect of my button pushing, my job, holding my coffee cup, holding the steering wheel, holding the cell phone to look at my email. Like it's cleaning, washing, you know, doing laundry. It's just emotion. Like holding the steering wheel on the way home from the doctor. I'm like, ah, ah. So what does someone do in my position? Get an adjustment. Go find a, chi go find a chiropractor. So that's one of the things that um, as a veterinarian, I have the knowledge and the capability to do anything to your, your animal. I can do diagnostic testing. I can order an MRI. I can do those nerve testing things. Yeah. I can do physical therapy. I can do x-rays. I can do blood work. I can, diag I can diagnose you know, medical conditions, diseases, things with fancy names. All right? I can do all that. I can put your pet on drugs. I can do surgery. I can do all of that. But what we find in our practice is that when we adjust and get the nervous system, we don't need to do any of that stuff. That the chiropractic adjustment is first and foremost. Some states and some of the people that we talk to are like, well, I'm going to go to my veterinarian first and make sure that it's not XYZ. Well, I can guarantee that every certified animal chiropractor in the country, okay, that's taken the certification exams, knows what is not chiropractic. Yeah. But every veterinarian in the world does not know what is chiropractic. Mm -hmm. Tell us. And so that's why you should go to a chiropractor first. You go to the chiropractor, you go to the chiropractor for your neck and your arm, for your arm, because you didn't know your neck was involved. Yeah. But when you go to the chiropractor, he's going to look at it. He's going to say, oh, well, it's your neck. Let's adjust your neck. And we'll go ahead and see what happens. And then the, your symptoms will go away and your, the carpal tunnel. The number one problem with carpal tunnel is actually a, a nerve impingement at the lower neck. And so you don't have carpal tunnel, yes. so your nerves are still going. But, but when we look here and look here, it's getting better. But is it still, it's, that way doesn't go quite as good. Yeah, they're right. I can almost turn my head three. I feel like 180. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that side not as much. The left, okay. 
Yep. And so, you know, that means we have those bones in our neck are moving quite right that protect the spinal cord. So they're not moving all the way that they should. So that means there's an impingement there. We have this thing called sharp. Anytime we have things, it's called swelling, heat, loss of function, or ardor, which is the Latin word for it, redness and pain. When we have one, we have all. They yeah. all come together. So you have sharp, swelling, heat, loss, loss of function, redness and pain. Now, you don't know that you have swelling in your neck. You don't know that you have a little heat there, okay? But guess what we just figured out? You have a loss of what? Loss of function. So that means the other four are there too. Interesting. All right. And so that's what... Next. Yep. Yeah. That's why we... Um, what we find with animals is they... And sometimes they'll come in. I had one dog come in that was dragging the back leg. They didn't know. Nobody knew what happened. Um, it was fine... And 30 minutes later, it was dragging its back leg. They'd spent a lot of money. Um, actually, they'd been to seven people before they came to see me. And they had x-rays of the back end of this dog, all kinds of stuff. And I touched the dog's neck, and it screamed. And the owner was a little upset with me. She's like, I've been to seven people, and nobody made my dog scream. I said, yeah. How's that working for you? Mm-hmm. And she looked at me and said, what do you mean? I said, well, did any of them figure out what was wrong with your pet? No, they didn't. I said, great. So you touch right here, dog screams. Touch over here, dog doesn't scream. Here, you do it. And she put her finger there and it screamed. Anyway, uh, we fixed the dog. Oh, my gosh. And eight years later, she was doing great. So, yeah. Uh, so. Wow. But that's that's the kind of things that we do on a daily basis is we because we look at chiropractors look at the body from a different different way. So if an organ isn't functioning, mm -hmm. it's probably not functioning because it's not getting the right information from the brain and the right feedback. Yeah. And so it can't do its job. Mm -hmm. You know, it'd be like. You know, if your staff told me to be here at 12.02 today, <laughs> you'd be like, where's he at? Mm -hmm. Where's he at? And I'm sorry, I'm always like three minutes late because of the last show, the last show. So it's technically you don't start exactly at the time you're told. <laughs> But, no, no, right, but I, we start at 11.30, my time, not I know. 12. Oh, 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 see, I was thinking, so, okay, okay, but still, <laughs> talking about being a few minutes yeah, off. Yeah, like, no, no, I'm talking like a half hour off. And so it would be, yeah, it would be terrible, wouldn't it? It'd be yeah. like, you know, and we'd have a, you'd be sitting there in silence, and I'd be, you know, la di da di da <laughs> And then when I got on here, you'd be like, where were you, doctor? Yeah. Oh, I'm here when I'm supposed to be here but that's just faulty communication and and we you know a lot of problems in life are due to faulty communication but a lot of problems in our body are due to faulty communication too mm. oh gosh you're right all right I gotta start using the left so tell me more about some of the animals you're working on tell me about your books uh there's a lot to you Dr. Ulrich to remind everyone how we can reach you uh, yes, Cairo.com is the easiest way. 
Um, and then you can schedule a consult. You can bring your animal to see me. You can buy the book. Uh, you can get to the website. Um, we have, yes, it's really a thing, all about animal chiropractic. Uh, we have, yes, it's better thing coming out uh, about a chiropractic lifestyle for your dog, which includes diet, exercise, um, and, you know, medications um, to limited amount. And we need to know what, what's going on with all our medications. You know, what are the chances that there's an adverse side effect with some of these, one of these um, medications or um, protocols that we do, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, even if a thing is pretty safe, you know, what's pretty safe? Yeah. And, you know, if 20% of animals have some kind of a, an adverse effect, do you really care um, about the other 80% if yours is one of those 20? Mm-hmm. <laughs> true. You know? It's so true. Yeah. 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 That's right. You told me that story. I remember that, right? Uh, yeah. It was with your dog, right? Was it your personal dog? Some- um, it was a dog I treated. Yeah. Could you, could you and just then tell it was us with the, my son. Tell, well, your son. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Well, yes. <laughs> it was a surgeon. Well, my son was hit by a drunk driver. <sighs> and we were in the hospital. And one hospital had a one said he's got a 1% chance of life. And we got him out of that hospital because it was like, why? We got to another hospital. And uh, they took him right to surgery. And he was recovering from surgery. And uh, we said, well, what are his chances? And uh, they said, well, you don't care what the odds are. Um, and we were like, what do you mean? We don't care what the odds are. And they said, well, in order to have odds, we have to have 100 young men in the same condition as your son. And if we had 100 young men laying here, you know, in this, coming out of surgery right now, how many would you care about? <laughs> and he said, that's the one we're going to take care of. He said, we're going to do everything we can to take care of your son. And, and so as a, a healer, as a doctor, um, that's kind of changed my way of looking at things. And so, you know, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure your pet survives yeah. and has a positive quality of life, you know, that because that's important, quality of life. Yeah. You know. <sighs> so what are we, you know, if we're just, you know, if I'm just laying around in bed doing nothing, or your dog is just, you know, sitting on a couch, not being able to eat or drink or do anything. What kind of a quality of life is that? You know, if he won't go play ball with you or go fetch or, you know, he doesn't go outside to go to the bathroom. So that's our goal is to restore that. Um, and sometimes we um, do too much and sometimes not enough. And I, let me tell you that. So I was in a, I treated a bunch of barrel racing horses for a family. It was grandma, daughter, um, granddaughter. And, and it was four generations, basically, of barrel racers in this same barn. And I adjusted all their horses once. And then I came back and was adjusting them again. And they said, oh, don't touch granny's horse. Okay. She, she wants to talk to you before you adjust her horse again. Okay. 
So we adjusted everybody else's horses. I think there was 13 or 14 of them. Adjusted everybody else's horse. Got all done. I said, okay, well, let's get Granny out here so we can talk to her. So Granny comes out. She goes, you leave my horse alone. Okay. She goes, yep. I'm too old to go that fast. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then I had a dog come in. And the dog was about 13 and had a lot of arthritis. But when he when when she came in, she was not moving at all. Not moving at all. Um, barely could lift her head. And we, we treated her chiropractically, got her to where she was walking. And they would come down every month and we would adjust her dog. And I was just like, man, your dog is really sore. He's getting around good. She gets around good, a lot better than when she first came in, but I don't know that we're mm-hmm. doing any benefit. She said, you need to meet somebody. So she went and she opened the door and she went outside and she brought her daughter. Her daughter had Down syndrome. She was uh. 24 years old, Down syndrome. And she's, we talked for a little bit, and I got to meet her daughter, and then her daughter went back out to the car and did her, was on her pad or reading her book or something. And mom said, that it, with her, it takes me 45 minutes to get to the car once we decide it's time to go to the car. Mm-hmm. And she said, when my dog can take care of herself, like eat, drink, pee and poop outside inside do all those things by herself then and she's my daughter's dog she can stick around but when we first brought her in i was having to spend 30 to 45 minutes a day helping my dog do that and helping my daughter do that. i can't handle two handicapped people in my life. I don't have time. Hmm. So you are allowing my daughter to have her dog so far for another six to eight months. So thank you. Hmm. And it wasn't, I, it wasn't like the dog wasn't a puppy. The dog wasn't, you know, but the dog was able to function at a level that allowed the family to keep the dog and bond with the dog. And so sometimes people are expecting different things Mm -hmm. from their dogs. Um, You know, granny didn't want to go fast. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the family just needed a dog that could really kind of take care of itself. And allow the, you know, because it is hard for anybody to lose a dog, but especially a handicapped person that's bonded to the dog, it makes it even more difficult. So, um, you know, it's hard for a dog when they lose their handicapped person too, but. Yeah. Well, we see a lot of dogs that come through some of the rescues that we work with where the owners have been elderly and passed away and the dogs are lost because they're in a family that that has more activity than they used to. Yeah. 
Wow, it's so true. Oh so, my goodness, we're helping animals can go both one ways. spine at a time. One spine at a time. One atlas at a time. We adjust them. Yes, Cairo.com. And so, and you know, we help a lot of people too. A lot of people will come, they'll see their animals get adjusted, they'll see the benefit in their animals, mm -hmm. and then they start asking us about going to the chiropractor. Yeah. And so we have a list of chiropractors, you know, that people can go to, and they seem to get pretty good results too. So. Well, that's important. And we want to remind everyone, Dr. O, how we reach you. We still have uh, four minutes left, but tell us how we do this. Yes, Cairo. Yes, com. Perfect. That's where we go. Oh, my God. Any and, other stories you, know, you if you have share? a Well, if you have an animal that has problems that, you know, you can't get to the bottom of, you know, go ahead and, and schedule a consult with us. Um, but there's it's amazing how what's good for your animals is – is good for us and what's good for us is good for our animals you know we know now that the more the less sorry the less ultra processed food we eat mm -hmm. the healthier we're going to be well there's nothing more ultra processed than dog kibble wow oh my goodness <sighs> you know it sits on the shelf for a year and a half and won't rot mm -hmm. that's kinda, interesting I didn't know that kind of yeah, process. So we recommend a lot of different things and a lot of different paradigm. We're seeing a lot of different changes in veterinary medicine and in traditional medicine for humans, you know, where a lot of people are looking at things like mm -hmm. chiropractic and acupuncture, energy, energetic medicine, nutritional medicine, mm. you know. So instead of going straight to surgery or drugs. So... Anyway, I think our time is about up. Yes, it, show us your books. Oh, I don't. I can't. Oh, I don't. Let me. I'll be right back. Okay. They were just out of reach. Mm-hmm. There they are. Go ahead. One for dogs. One for horses. Yep. One for dogs. One for horses. Yes, it's really a thing. Goes the wrong way. There we go. Wow. Um. So there's those. Then. Uh, go to yeschiro.com to get one of those. And, you know, talk to your veterinarian or your chiropractor and say, hey, are you adjusting animals yet? Yeah. If not, let's get started. Or can you help me find somebody in our area that does adjust animals? Yeah. It's funny. Um, I, not funny. But my friend had a dog. She was telling me her dog the other day, the hind legs were just kind of dragging. She, I don't know what type of dog it is. She just says, something's not right with my dog today and I'm letting her rest. And then the next day she woke up and she said, um, this was just three days ago. I haven't even talked to her. She said, yeah, the hind legs are kind of dragging. I got to bring them to the vet. And I haven't followed up with her. But I mean, stuff like that that you see happening, right? And um, Oh, that's all the time. And go to the chiropractor or the vet. Um mm -hmm. A lot of times the vet's going to tr say drugs or surgery and, you know. They'll say, let's try the adjustment or is that the proper terminology? Yep. Let's get an adjustment. See what happens. Get a an adjustment from a, you know, a certified animal chiropractic and they're all over. Um, I don't know what city your, um, your friend lives, but we can sure find, help her find somebody. Oh, thank you so much. She's out in uh, Utah. Um, oh, yep. She's, uh, I guess, near Park City. Okay. And we have a few students out in Utah, a few graduates. And 
Utah just changed their law. Oh, what's the law? The law in Utah now says that a a certified animal chiropractor uh, doesn't have to work under the supervision of a veterinarian, which is good because why should you have to pay for two doctors to be in the room? You're right. Yeah. Not a bad idea. So, um, anyway... Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you so much, Dr. O. Pleasure having you here all this time. And oh, it is. We'll connect and again soon, I hope. Oh, we'll see what happens. Who you knows never know. What, all right. What's going to happen. So well, I appreciate it. It was good to meet you. Same here. And uh, I hope your shoulder gets better. Thank you so much. It's your low neck. It's right here. And so, again, this is my, this is the right wrist, but it's my, this neck. Oh, oh okay. I heard something now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now my, now my, my, my shirt. Oh, okay. All right. I'll work on it. Not really. Go see a chiropractor. Thank you so much. That's what I need. Right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you, A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.